everyone to another episode of our podcast The Big Small Talk. Today we have with us Mr. Neer Jadhav. Hi sir, thanks for having me here. Thank you sir for agreeing to do this podcast with us. I am very much excited for the podcast and I'm sure our viewers will gain a lot of insights about current trends in marketing industry. So without any further delay, let's jump right into it. Uh, so sir, whatever little that I got to know about you I gather that you're someone who cherishes simple moments in life, uh, be it your childhood, be it your career. And you also said that if there will be a title to your story, it will be strictly average but doing fine. Uh, I'm very intrigued by it, and I would want you to just tell us more about it. Sure, sure. So probably not the not a great way to start the podcast by saying this, but I have been a uh very consistently average uh, throughout my educational career so uh, if you look at my uh, 10 12th my engineering or even my mba mark sheets uh, i have you know very very consistently stayed uh, in that 60 70% dollar range so never never been you know never been in a position that i'll get say debarred from placements or uh, never been in a position where i'll be you know uh, at the uh, top of the class or anything of that sort uh, the reason i actually ended up saying that is because what has happened is i have by by serendipity or by chance or whatever or by sheer laziness i have just played to my strengths uh, so right through college uh, even through my mba so i took uh, marketing as majors So if you look at my overall score I think I did around would have been in my mid 60% 60% or something mid 60s my percentage score but uh, if you look at my MBA marks uh, or your marks on my uh, on the marketing subjects those have always been you know uh, very good so even from a uh, all my first year second year my research project that I did I ended up doing really well in those subjects and uh, even at work uh, so i have always uh, tried to pick up profiles or i have always tried to do things which which you know i so my ground rule has been do i enjoy doing it uh, which means that you know it's not going to be a drag as in it's not going to be something that i just do for the paycheck and uh, if i enjoy doing it then i want to spend more time doing it uh i want to read you know spend more time learning about it from other people reading about it and you know just being overall in, more interested in that subject which is makes it easier to learn uh and today's uh, we are in a world where you know information advantage is equal for everyone uh you know irrespective of uh, where you come from uh your access to information is pretty much the same uh and if like you know chat gpt is the uh, open ai chatbot is the conversational chatbot is the craze right now and i've been trying it out it's insanely good uh it further reduces that advantage or uh, that you had you know say access to libraries uh content being behind paywalls now you just type it out and you get answers which are fairly accurate uh, you still need to do a little bit of validation but essentially as long as the drive is there to learn you can do really well so coming back to what i said that is that i always played to my strengths which makes it easy i have done stuff which i enjoy doing and that has helped me so if you look at an uh, at an average uh, if you look at my mark sheets or you look at the colleges that or the educational institutes that i went to 
they've been fairly decent. They've never been top of the line, but I've picked up stuff which which I really want to focus on, and I've really, really, you know, gone into that depth of it. Uh, one thing which I would urge uh, everyone to actually read upon is, you know, like a T-shaped market here. Assuming that uh, the listeners are interested in market marketing, that a T-shaped market here is something that you know companies nowadays really prefer. So you know, you just imagine the shape T. So say you're aware of social media, you're aware of paid ads, you're aware of aware of SEO, SEM, all of that. But you choose one vertical. So say you choose analytics, and then you really, really go deep. You really deep dive into right from you know you understand analytics, you understand uh, ML, you understand Libra, and you keep going down and down, and you become that subject matter, subject matter expert. So the breadth of it helps you uh, get into an industry, uh, into a larger role, and you know you can oversee other people who understand this. So suppose down the line, I would want to be a CM, so I would need to understand over marketing at an overall level, but. I will have an area expertise which matters to that particular company because of which I'll get that role. So those that's how I would approach, uh, you know, uh, how I would consciously, you know, work on myself, my skill sets, and how I would you know grow in the same job. Uh, sir, actually, this aligns with the name of our podcast. We named it the Big Small Talk. So I think Correct. that was. Isha so, one. Uh, most careers actually, uh, you, we can try and plan them out, uh, and I hope that that's how it works for most people. But uh, most of the times, I've seen you know careers shape out like a Jenga game. Uh, it's very circumstantial. Uh, you get into something, uh, then you see an opportunity, so you get you know you move on to that opportunity, and that could be in the same company or it could be across you know something else. Uh, I'll give an example. Five years down the line, five years back, uh, data science—you know—we rarely heard, never heard about it. I'm sure big data existed and all of these things were there, but you know, it was not mainstream. So nobody, like, you walk down the road and you—if I ask a college student, most of them will say, well, "I want to be a data scientist." You know, five years back or six years back, nobody would give that answer. So these roles also evolve. And uh, you know it's possible, like or even everyone's favorite, right? You know, five years back, nobody would say I would want to be a content creator, but now that's a perfectly accepted uh, career path to have. And it doesn't have to be, you know, Instagram uh, touristy or you know, like a, that kind of a deal. You could be teaching people finance, or you could be teaching people engineering, drawing for all you care. So I'm just saying that you know the. Creator economy is booming, and you don't know where your career will exactly go because there are so many places and so many directions for us to grow our, you know, careers in. It's not how how it was during our say our parents' time, where you say took up a particular say you took up accounting and that's what you did all your life, right? As in, you could be an accountant and still get an MBA, and tomorrow decide to start a footwear brand for all. It's all possible. Uh, yes, and definitely talking about like having diversity in uh, your life uh, or a career per se. Uh, of what also I could gather from your profile is that you have worked in different industries, in different sectors, different roles. So I have two questions here for you. Uh, right. First would be how easy were the switches, and second be second would be why those switches. Got it. So uh, it's an extension of what I said earlier. Uh, 
so i joined so let me actually use actual examples so i got placed into godrej uh, out of campus uh, so i went to tacni and when i i godrej came to the campus i got through and uh, godrej has a uh, sort of a you know what they do or at least what they used to do when when i was i was in colleges they would not tell you the division or the business that you would go to they would you know first take you you will go through a month long induction and then they will allocate you to a particular division depending on uh, you know some parameters so i was allocated to the consumer uh, durables division so i it 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 was insanely hard i'll, I'll be honest as i had colleagues who were placed into uh, other divisions uh, so the consumer durables was not profitable when i joined which means that you know variable pay was always in question and uh, and when you're initially starting your career all of that really really matters it matters now also but it just matters a lot more there right as uh and so i i and work hours were crazy uh, because we were not profitable there was you know there weren't enough people you had to do a lot uh, so i i used to grip let's be very honest as in i used to not get time to go out saturday i used to work sunday also half a day i used to work uh, my boss at that point in time made it a you know used to really push me to go to the market meet people you know travel all the time you know you know put in long hours and i used to see i i had other friends who were you know in other businesses or godrej who used to have a very you know uh, like a very balanced life i don't think i knew the term work like balance at that point in time but i used to see that they you know they they could go out even on a weekday they could you know catch up with other people and here i am you know i used to be in office at 8:30 and i used to you know come back by quite late in the evenings i don't think i ever left while the sun sun you know was around as and i always used to <laughs> come when it was dark i used to eat and just you know fall asleep so uh, but in retrospect you know how they say hindsight is always 2020 and so in retrospect that made a huge difference uh, because i got to do a lot and uh, we used to do a lot of experimentation uh, there was a lot of pressure to deliver what it meant was you know uh, just doing stuff which allowed you to just get by was not good enough you had to show results as in if you if if i do ask for a rupee I, i had to show that how will i get you know set to rupees 5 rupees in return so r i was very before digital itself you know the term roi and that roi pure play was in terms of you know how many sales we generated like we did an ad how many actual units were sold so there was pressure to deliver on that which uh, which actually helped uh, i in the four years that i was there i ended up doing three different roles my last role i got to launch a new brand for google uh, it's called nxw if it's it's still there in the market uh, so which was a whole new experience for me uh, and then uh, i i it just happened that you know i got a call from jetway it was a completely different company then they didn't ask me uh, i didn't check that you know if they had they you know fired me as just you know uh, quite happy to receive that call uh, at that point in time jet was the second largest airline uh, and you had free travel so it flew to some 20 international destinations i remember not even asking what's the offer that they were giving me <laughs> they told me you can you know take as many flights as you want i was like sold 
and uh, i i was uh, so the coming back to your question uh, isha is uh, marketing is as long as the consumer remains the same uh, marketing also pretty much remains the same uh, if you think if you talk about it from a you know from a little bit of a technical uh, aspect if you look at that consumer journey you would notice that uh, where this consumer seek information uh, where they make a decision the parameters that influence that decision whether it is peer reviews it is you know the value of the brand the risk reduction that brings in that is brought into this into the buying process decision making through various all of these parameters they pretty much remain the same uh you buying an airline ticket versus you buying um see a piece of headphone it's not strictly different uh even from a uh say uh the the discovery process of where you look for that particular thing i'm sure as in the uh because the ticket value if the ticket value may be different so the amount of research that a consumer would put into it may differ but the 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 fundamentals remain the same and as long as you make it a practice to talk to the consumer look at what they're saying try to look at your the data that you get uh marketing pretty much remains the same airline happens to be a little more technical so when i went for the first couple of weeks i completely felt out of place because of the lingo because of nuances because of you know a lot of information which is specific to that industry like say from you know the booking curves you know how when is it that say 50% of the aircraft should be full just give an example as in that will be that's something that's not applicable to say by selling headphones so those those things are minor and those that is just information that you know anyone in anyone in your team or people around you can provide that to you what you bring in is again unique and as long as you're good at that it's quite easy to fit in so i yes i did change uh, industries i have been in travel and aviation now for a bit i would say that i understand a part of it also now but moving from fmcd to aviation wasn't difficult at Neela, it is like you said that if you know your consumer, then I think you'll thrive in whichever sector you're choosing. Uh, consumer is the center of every marketing strategy or Correct. any uh, division of your business. Exactly. Correct. Uh, what I could gather from the, their whole journey is that you have always gotten some chance in every company to build something from scratch, as you were saying in Godrej and. in jetways so uh, i would want to know that have you ever not thought of starting your own startup like be it in past or future because startup is the buzzword these days yeah. so uh, honest answer i don't know if i have that kind of discipline uh, and uh, grit <laughs> to you know actually you know take that kind of pressure and you know uh, create something and i i, I want to say this as and i would want to give you i don't want to give you a sugar coated answer uh, i think for for someone because i and i see this you know one of my role models is uh, vinay dubey who's the ceo of uh, uh, akasha air 
Uh, if if I could show you, I have a picture of him here with me. Uh, like it's right here. I I, would, I can actually show it. <laughs> a little unscripted way. Yeah. You can't see the sorry because of the blur. Oh, it's with me now. So it it says you know what would win I do. Uh, uh, and and I and I live by it. You know one of the nicest. people and reaffirms my faith that and i'm not with the caste anymore so i have no reason to say this uh but sort of reaffirms my faith in the fact that you know good guys can win very thoro oh. gentleman very fair very honest uh, you know very consumer centric does what he says so uh, and i have seen him you know i have seen him uh work i have seen some of the people at akasa work and i feel my god as in you know to have that kind of persistence and have that kind of grit uh is is you know uh, it's 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 still a little far away for me to get there that's my honest answer uh i am still someone who you know uh i love what i do absolutely love what i do i have no problem as in it, i find it easy to put in long hours also i don't even realize that but uh uh it will be a few years before and it's not about what idea you have whether you have an idea or not i think it's it's about these things and i and i would want to say two things as in you know which is what i the telling people also is uh, if you are comfortable with learning on your own uh, and you're comfortable with uncertainty uh, you really need to be very very comfortable with those two things to be able to survive in a startup i have been in a situation i worked on uh, akasha before it got funding so it was just a presentation it was not not an airline so there was every possibility that the effort that we were putting in would have gone to waste or you, you know nobody would have invested and you know uh, all of those things could have mattered but in the end you know uh, so i know and i felt a part of the pressure but for the guys at the top to feel that kind of pressure and to live with it and you know to maintain that demeanor and constantly give us younger guys and and women the, and my female colleagues the confidence that you know it's happening we're doing it uh, our our business model is sound we are professionals eventually you know uh, someone will see that through and we got the best possible investor as in akasha got the best possible investor as well uh, you have to tell me if i'm giving too long an answer then i can you know work on a uh, no sir it's absolutely no it's absolutely fine sir Uh, we what an in-depth uh, analysis and your point of view of every around everything over that right. uh okay so then uh, when you said that in akasha you have to build things and you have literally uh, build a brand from scratch so and right. you have been a core marketing uh, person throughout your career journey so i would just want you to uh, tell us about how the role of a brand manager has evolved around the last 10 years uh, and uh, what patterns are you seeing in the near future for brand managers interesting question uh, so before we get into that uh, what has not changed is it was that's something that we need to address um, because that's more important and that's something that can completely derail you 
what percentage of population in in india flies just take a take a guess Uh, sir, I guess around twenty. So, so you're not. Uh, this is not the first time that I'm hearing a number like that. As in, you know, less. Just Google that. As in, you know, it's less than five percent of the population. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, the reason we feel twenty percent of the population flies is that everyone in your circle flies. Everyone in my circle flies, right? Uh, but there's a whole, and 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 I've read somewhere. Uh, So IATA is a good source to uh, get all of this information, uh, and also uh, Ministry of Civil Aviation publishes these numbers. Uh, that one percent of population, one uh, percent of the population of the of this five percent constitutes around forty fifty percent of the total flights taken. So you know, uh, have you heard of that long t- long tail phenomena? Ah uh, no. Okay, so so essentially, I think there was a Netflix case study or a blockbuster case study when I was in college. Essentially, there are some titles which uh, which are very popular and they get get these uh, firms all the money. But uh, there are you know certain titles which are not very popular, but there's a specific audience you know who who seeks those. So uh, what? Sorry, so coming back, what I meant to say is that uh, because we feel everyone we know flies, we assume that you know flying is a very common thing. So it's a halo effect. What it means is that, uh, and it comes into play many, many times. You will see lot of product failures happening, right? And uh, the reason for that is these assumptions uh, that come into play. It's very, very important to actually, you know, talk to the consumer again. I, I'll keep repeating this again and again. Talk to the consumer, look at data, keep those things in mind before you make a decision. You know. it's uh when you're working on a creative it's fine to go with your gut but when you're making a business decision you have to look at you know what are the numbers what is it that you know the stats are saying so that's very important that remains the case uh a lot of company this is painful uh getting information is not easy it it delays things in time when i say delays thing it just takes time what it means is that uh, there will be always pressure to deliver stuff immediately and uh, it's difficult to also say that you know let's do a consumer research because you're talking to people who have 20 30 years of experience so sitting in that room and to tell them that you know you no know, your opinion is fine but let's talk to the consumer so it's a it's it's, it's a difficult thing uh, to actually uh, even propose but uh, mature ma- mature marketing organizations don't do like it's the way of life for them and that's also a difference as you will get to know whether an organization is a marketing organization or not a marketing organization through these things uh, you look at the marketing ecosystem you look at the marketing the market martech stack and you will know that you know how mature that is so uh, now coming back like you were saying uh there is uh, an insane amount of competition for uh, mind space uh, attention uh, we are entering a cookieless world uh, there will be uh, you know the whole hype that we had last year around nfts and metaverse is dying uh, because i think this is my purview i'm no expert but i think brands looked at it completely in a different manner uh the fundamentals of what nfts can do you know uh, non fungible tokens can do which is like have unique identifiers the whole blockchain yeah. model that it works on it still has uh, a lot of application for example 
uh, what has happened through the last year entire last year is that uh, art pieces or uh, creatives or, you know stuff has been put out as nfts people have bought it and now they are finding it hard to sell i was reading somewhere that you know the first tweet was bought for some 2.9 dollars and it was listed for sale for 40 million dollars sorry so the first tweet by jack dorsey was bought by someone for 2.8 or 2.9 million usd that person then listed it for selling for 40 million usd the highest bid that has been received on that is 280 dollars so the whole we have as marketers we have this thing where we want to latch on to trends immediately uh i think we need to let go of that fascination and we need to look at you know the underlying applications of that so so coming back so that i'm saying that this the use of technology what it can do for you uh how it can make your you know rupee go further uh how can it make your uh you know uh, marketing messaging sharper all of those things are a lot more easier today uh and uh the more and more we use them the better off our marketing will be it's become a norm uh, earlier there used to be a digital marketing role now there's a marketing role everyone is supposed to understand digital if i myself don't up like me specifically if i don't upskill myself if i if i'm not spending an hour hour, hour and a half daily reading about these things i'm going to be out of a job very soon traditional roles are not going to exist in that you know uh, in that sense anymore because everything is e-commerce everything is digital everything is sold online right everything is fast changing i mean you know one day you got to hear about metaverse next day i don't know what different on different lines technologies might come so right. i guess that is why you read a lot and i think you also like to put it on your social media as well because i have been seeing you are quite active on linkedin so i am yeah, so, i want to know how how did you manage time from your work and also doing linkedin and so interesting uh, isha sorry i'll just uh, add one more point on what i said earlier so uh, these new things right whether they work or not work it's important to be aware of these things and even try them out like you know right now everyone is saying i never invested in crypto uh, but you know most people are saying that you know it was a mistake to invest in crypto so ignore crypto for now but the new things which are coming up right as it's it's important to have an open mind towards this metaverse may not work uh, the way we imagine you know say in say in terms of virtual events but uh, the applications of it may be boring uh, but they do exist for example you can have simulations uh, you can have uh, crew trainings i'm say talking from an airline perspective um, for example nft right the full fundamentals of nft we may not need a create we may not need a art piece which is sold as an nft but we could definitely use it for warranties we could definitely use it for identifying spare parts this is not something boring but i'm saying you could have nft passports uh you know your vaccine certification so the applications of this is is going to stay uh usually we um, you know go mad and embrace technology and then 
there's disappointment and then we you know lambasted uh, we need to have a more mature uh, if this is my recommendation that you know be open to new things uh, read about it um, let other people try it out uh, but keep a watch on it if it works embrace uh, sorry you had asked me about linkedin so so here's the thing uh, i wish i had started uh, writing on linkedin a lot sooner no not just linkedin it could be it could have been my blog or it could have been uh it could have been uh, say twitter or it could have been any platform i'm just saying that i wish i had done it sooner uh what i see is that people who started earlier they have a huge advantage in terms of say uh, follow count uh, their own recognition their personal brand and all of that uh i what i realized is that uh <clears throat> i need to put my money you know money where my mouth so i you got the phrase right <laughs> essentially if i'm saying if 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 i if i'm a marketer uh i should be able to you know write content content create content have a point of view on that and uh, whatever i've been doing on linkedin has helped me a lot in terms of uh, you know even uh, say recruiting people yeah making connections uh, learning about new things that is one aspect another aspect is that uh, it just like a very tra- so i i used to look up i look up in my current role as well and at akasa so i used to look after social media as in social media resided under me uh, now i know for a fact you know like how it works what works you know what kind of language works what what kind of copy works uh I, i would say no i would say i understand it a little better than i used to before uh i also know how difficult it is to create that uh you know create it, it creating stuff putting it out there uh for other people to comment on it or you know even criticize it it's difficult so it just i think has made uh the way i give feedback to my agencies the way i give feedback to my team members it just made it uh made me more sensitive more uh, brought in a bit more empathy in my dealings with all of these things uh that is that's a more rational answer uh the emotional one or the you know the closer to my heart the answer is that i need those 20 minutes 30 minutes in the morning so it's, uh, you know typically it's when either i'm uh, on my way to work or you know i'm uh, essentially it's usually that it's on my way to work when i have those say 40 45 minutes it's when i'm doing that uh, i'm completely detached from everything else and uh, it's it's like a huge tick mark on things that i'm doing purely for myself you know you you lose control of the day very quickly and you and the end of the realize that you know you're not done anything for your own sake you know own sake so uh, at least you know writing on linkedin gives me that sense of feeling that how much this is some focus on my self also that i've been able to yeah, and it works, it works like a meditation for you I yeah it's, it's it's therapy for me <laughs> is yeah. how i would put it yeah I'll be clear that. Uh, so we are we were talking about LinkedIn and ever changing algorithms. Also, you are like, and you don't you never crack an algorithm. It's 
changing. But there was a brief phase in the times where there was OG marketing campaigns happening and uh, you know somewhere some we still remember if we hear the tune so i have like planned a quick game for you here where, oh, awesome. where i'm going to share uh, my screen and i'm going to show you a few marketing campaigns and it's just a bit of it it's not the complete ad and then yep. you have to guess the company or the product it is marketing and i also would want you to speak on that campaign or the company marketing things okay i'll try okay so uh, let me share my screen quickly yeah okay so so i have a deep connection with uh, amul uh, <laughs> in two ways so my engineering college was uh, in gujarat in, in the same city that okay. amul is based out of so that is one and second is my research project was uh, on uh, amul uh, so that me has this market re- it's a uh, where you do a live project so this is 2011 and the whole positioning of you know uh, a milk to be positioned as a energy drink was the output of that uh, this thing and uh, if you would remember uh, i think a few years, a few years down the line Uh, there was a campaign which came out which said the original sports drink uh, uh, yes. so 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 amul is phenomenal as in for uh, you know uh, and for for a brand to do something like what amul has done for so long is insane is ins- i cannot think of any other brand which has done you know been so consistent and uh, so well recognized uh, so hats off to the team and amul and the agency who does this i think it is uh, fcb would guy from on the stadium which is the creative agency yeah, i'm, I'm not they, sure but yeah they yeah. have very interesting market even i think they cut the cost also very in a very innovative way when it comes to marketing yeah right uh, So now second video is me. One, two, three, four, five. So pedalite service ticket is. It's so difficult to yeah. It's uh, as I really am nobody to comment on these. These are iconic brands, uh, and uh, you know again as in same category. Uh, what I said for Amul as in to do this uh, for so long is just incredible. Uh, incidentally, we at Akasha had the same have the same agency, Shibank, who manages the social mandate for Pedalite. Uh, Uh, even you remember the, uh, so in bombay where the pedlite offices there there there's a lot of traffic in that area so they had a google map ka screenshot that they posted you know stuff like that which is you know so relatable and you know she's genius and i i love such i love the work that they do it's really yes, good but, I mean, it's really my ex manager at uh, 
JWS. Uh, he uh, was marketing at JWS, and I used to report into him. He went to build light after Jet. <laughs> I mean, yeah. light campaigns are always very intriguing. Beat Fevicol or any other product. Yeah, I know. So here's the thing, guys. As in, for it's it's not a high engagement product. Hmm. Uh, you know, for example, it's it's not an air ticket. It's not fascinating. You don't look forward to you know buying your next set of blue. But to make it so much fun, you know, that's that's just great marketing. That we are even sitting here and discussing. This, those yeah, 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 correct. Okay, so the third ad. Okay, I'm guess, I'm guessing this is very easy. Yeah. Right? So here's the but is it star? Uh, did I get it? Right? Uh, uh, huh, it is star sports for star sports, World yeah. Cup campaign level. Correct. So so here's the thing. Uh, you know, creative attribution. Uh, so what happens is lot of. Uh, I'm glad I got it right, but uh, this is something that we have to be careful about. Not about this ad at all but you know generally in marketing that uh, sometimes the ad the create you have to balance the what the brand is and uh, what the creative is because what will happen is that uh, say if you are down the line somebody could just say that this is a hot star just give me an example mm-hmm. uh, because the connection of this to the brand uh, may or may not be very strong you could just replace the underlying TV channel. Hmm. This is a brilliant creative, right? It's a great creative. Everything is there. But uh, in, I know from a time bound point of view, it is spot on that, you know, the World Cup was happening at that point in time. These matches were happening at that point in time. And I think they got multiple variations ready also before that, you know, depending on which country you want. Uh, so they had probably, you know, that to for a brand to go ahead and invest, you know, uh, without knowing the outcome on so many variations is also commendable, uh, which means that the uh, you know the marketing team has a lot of say in that company, which is great. Which means they do phenomenal work. Uh, but I'm saying that this is something that you have to be careful about. That the creative should not be so powerful that people end up just talking about the creator and the brand is forgotten. You you can think of multiple examples where this happens. Uh, definitely, even the IPL campaign. So, so uh, there was this one campaign where they start balloons of different team jersey color on people, uh, saying "Sab ki bari aayegi." So oh, okay. that was there, but it, till the end, uh, I couldn't figure out that this was an IPL ad. <laughs> so, Got it. So there are multiple ways to do that. For example, because you're talking on IPL, you know how Kingfisher does that, right? That tune. So it's just not audio. It could be, uh, you know, for example, say say Virat Kohli, Chris Gale, all of these these may feature in various ads so that misattribution can happen again and again. But the whole, uh, there are various cues, visual cues, audio cues, that jingle. Mm. And you hear that jingle and you know it's yeah. confusion. So in that so ad the... also, there was this jingle coming and then uh, immediately clicked me that, okay, this is IPL. Correct, exactly. So even Amul has one incidentally. Uh, the thing at the end, the, uh-huh. the song, sound that you hear. Yes, yes, yes. That ting, 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 something. Yeah, like exactly. That. Okay. Uh, okay, so the fourth. 
through the years they decide to just be with woman irani then that association becomes stronger you know almost like that maslow's thing where you hear a bell and the dogs start salivating so you have to over a period of time invest in the, these things and bring that build that association in the consumer's mind uh okay so this segment is now like we're done with this segment now we are coming to the end of the podcast but i just want to ask one last question Sorry. um so uh you have always been like this core marketing person all from starting of your career journey till the end i think currently for you recently left the job at akasha as a gm for marketing so yeah. what is that one thing that worked as a holy grail for you in the world of branding and marketing so uh what happens is that the let me uh, structure this properly uh you will hear this a lot uh, when you go out uh, and start working that you know marketing is subjective or uh, creative is a subjective uh, some people may like it some people may not uh what as a marketer uh, what i would recommend you do is always try your best to get that subjectivity out of the equation there are various ways you can do this uh, so we have to move away from opinions the coming back to that halo effect that you know i feel this is right for example i'll give you an actual example uh pandemic as a word hmm. uh, you know after 2 years of the pandemic i actually we had uh, worked on a uh, safety card that goes inside the aircraft right uh, hmm. i think it was that and there was a word which was written pandemic and uska hindi like we needed a regional translation of it so we were just debating whether we should keep it it's been 2 years everyone knows about it so we actually went like i literally took a print out of that and went through through the building and i spoke to all the guards who stand outside these offices mm. 9 out of 10 did not understand that guess what okay. sorry sorry this was emergency services okay sorry it was pandemic pandemic as a word yeah, i'm i'm sure it was pandemic as a word it's a very minor thing the example mm. that i'm giving but you would assume right you know that now every it's we've lived through this for 2 years everyone understands pandemic but people consume people are exposed to information very very differently mm. uh it will be you be surprised as in like people something which seems you know the way of life for us may not be the case for other people so coming back so i'm saying Uh, these hypotheses you should have a hypothesis or you should be able to you know test it out and prove it uh, so talking to consumers uh, relying on 
tools and models and frameworks is also very very important for example if i if i were to show a logo to some mm. uh, i would not never just you know take a print out of the logo and walk into a room and show it i will always have a piece of paper given out to everyone with 2 3 4 5 whatever parameters and i'll tell them read this on for example say okay. if you you and i were to create a logo for say headphones again right because we're discussing okay. headphones so now i'll say i'll add say three parameters to it whether it's easy to recall whether it's unique whether it's scalable when i say scalable uh, we can have a big audience with the logo or it'll be on amazon as a great view mm-hmm. like this big will mm-hmm. people be able to recognize now score on these three parameters if you go to people and say do you like this logo you had it everyone is creative everyone has their own opinion right so mm-hmm. you have to move away from these things and obviously the other part that i said that you know please subscribe pay from your own pocket if required but you know subscribe to reports read as much as you can on analytics uh learn from you know other people's examples follow what your competition is doing for example i have a dedicated email account where i have gone and subscribe to every newsletter from every airline that you can imagine mm-hmm. so which and i may and as i don't do it anymore because i'm not in aviation but when i was when i was when i was working in aviation i used to make it a point that every two three weeks i would open all those emails and just see just get a sense of you know what is it that mm-hmm. these people are talking about so uh, because we cannot outthink everyone as in we have to rely on other people to do the thinking and you know we can get inspired from that so this is i'm saying there's no magic pill uh, there is no one thing which i can tell you uh, all i can tell you is that you know again uh, move away from subjectivity move away from opinion don't trust what you feel is right uh, you know test out the hypothesis talk to people who are not like you hmm. talk to people who are very different from you you will get a different perspective it is important for you to nobody cares what we have to say right uh is read up on this please isha as and i would request everyone to read up on this is jobs to be done uh, jobs to be done is essentially a phrase which yeah. read up on this uh, mm-hmm. you, you probably know about this maybe uh, there was this one video where this is not a product it is a certain job that a person wants to get done and therefore they find Ex- exactly exactly you know so uh, we are not we imagine or we create a product from a particular point of view mm-hmm. but it may be the consumer needs has a very different use case for it and uh, majority of consumers may have that use case for it just give an example right that's that's what it is there are all these things put together will just make you a better marketer is how i would say uh i also another point marketers have a tendency to you know sort of get isolated uh, mm-hmm. from what is happening uh in the organization uh your internal departments are also your consumers uh, the more you go and sit with them spend time with them the more you will understand what's happening uh, information disadvantage in a corporate is a very real thing uh, if something is happening and not aware of it uh, you are at a loss uh, you know so those things are important and i purely say this from a how can you help other people uh, you know how can you help hr recruit faster or get the right candidates 
how can you help sales uh, fix up a certain day of the week on which the sales are always poor or how can you help uh, you know uh, the finance team lower cost or get better roi around mm-hmm. your spends so those are again things which will just you know uh, uh, put you or people start looking at you differently which 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 is always a good thing wonderful that is a great piece of advice for us as mba students uh so this brings us to the end of this podcast thank you so much neel for making this happen we would love to host you on our hill top campus sometime very soon thank you so much for the visa it thank was absolute pleasure yeah see you guys have a good evening